potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, chickens, turkeys, rats, you name it, look! Peace family, peace of y'all already know what this is. Last cassette, this is John Richard right here. What's up, everybody? Sakta says your girl Egyptia. You said peace to oh, your ass sounded like Diddy. Peace of love. love. Peace of love. Sound like damn brother love. Alright, y'all, so let's get started with the quote of the week. Um, got this from uh the amazing bootylicious Serena Williams. Um, a champion is defined not by their wins, but by how they can recover when they fall. So, I just loved it. It kind of warmed my heart because um, it kind of made me think about all the obstacles that, you know, she's been through and all the shit that, you know, these white folks, you know, constantly trying to put her <laughs> through and, you know, and black queens still keep shining and still keep, you know, looking good and telling these motherfuckers I'll take a goddamn racket and whack your ass with it and make him all this money. And she's sleeping with one of y'all. <laughs> Just saying. Dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so let's get started for what's shady in them trees. What's hot in them streets and shady in them trees? So I was watching, um, of course, E News as I always do, and apparently there's been this huge. I know it wasn't E News; it was it was Daily Pop. Anyways, one of the things because you're not just watching E Entertainment all the time. So, anyways, um, there's been this um, riot, and Kevin Hart has been in hot waters for cultural appropriation. Uh, his uh, son, Kenzo's first birthday was uh, just a few days ago, and he ended up having a cowboy um, Native American party. Um, cute, cutesy little party, went, you know, over the top, you know, of course, when you got coinage, like, you know, Kevin Hart, you can afford, you know, that kind of stuff for a, a year old party. So everyone's kind of been, you know, debating on whether or not it's been culture appropriation. Um, in my opinion, I kind of feel like since as black people, we've opened the door to, uh, accusing, uh, people of cultural appropriation, I feel like now people are using it a little bit too loosely. I feel like they're not completely get, gaining the grasp of what cultural appropriation really is. Um, it's really all about basically taking something and marginalizing it. Mm -hmm. um, and taking another culture and making money off of it, pretty much. So, at this point, I just don't feel like it was. And also... If people would do their research, they would know that black people were cowboys before white people ever were. I think so. I, th I think in regards to Kevin Hart, I think this 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 is what people have the issue with, right? And the issue is what the Western did to the Indians, right? They're not disputing who was it, who was uh, who, you know, what race was the cowboys or whatever, but it was predominantly a white thing. You know, um, and in every you know movie and video, it always showed like a white person being a cowboy running um, uh, the Indians away, and then you know, right. and, and then history shows that they, they even push them out of their plantation. 
I mean, not their plantation. Excuse me, they they their their land. Uh-huh. You know, and put them to a land where you, they cannot. There's no agriculture. Right. So, like, even in the movies, the movies depict Indians. Well, in the, you know, Western movies have always depicted Indians as savages. Yes, so, absolutely. So a lot of Native Americans, you know, are they, they're hurt by this thing, and we, we should we should pay attention to these things as well. So even though we can say we were running out in, re, in regards to that, we cannot say, um, you know, they don't have they don't have a say. So, you know, cover appropriation is not just for black people, you know. <laughs> Of course, of course, they, of course. Native Americans, even though it's not like an abundance of them, they 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 they, sh- they do have the right, um, you know, to, to 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 defend that. And a lot of people who say they they that's their ancestors are Native Americans, they should feel offended as well. Yeah, but here's my thing: I would understand the frustration more if it was, let's say, Heidi Klum doing this or Kim Kardashian doing this. Um, I would understand completely the, the statement and, and aggravation and stating that it's cultural appropriation if it was a white race because the white people, the Europeans are the one who chased them away and ran them away. But it was a black family who did that and there's such um, lineage, like there's such connections between Native Americans and, and, and black people. That's why I'm kind of like not understanding it because we weren't the ones to use what they had and benefited from it. But this, I mean, this this thing is that even though we were cowboys, right? There was just, it's just, we, we still hold, so we hold to the fire is that we were still part of the people, you know, if, if I know some people may disagree who pushed these people away from their land. We cannot say we like we have to all hold our own people to accountability, and which a lot of black people were sold into slavery by black people. You see what I'm saying? So you can still be mad, you know. And with Kevin Hart, I think right now a lot of people believe in that the America is going to soften in regards to um, cultural appropriation. The whole ever since that word even you know that phrase even came out, we have been kind of tight in regards we have to walk a thin line because we don't know what may offend another person right and i think the that that opened the door to give the native americans you know what i feel you man let me not do that it's like this it's like a black person having a whip right and another black person having you know in in shackles and in chains and we're saying that's well that's cool that's common that's good that's that's how I'm looking at it. Hmm. I mean, I, I I guess I get it, but I don't know. I guess I just look at. Well, you said that you know we, we were also uh, a part of them being thrown out their land. How so? Because this right, if we want to, if we want to say that we were cowboys, right? Mm-hmm. All right, and the Indians, right? Historically, has been let's say kicking out their land. In the, in the western side by mostly cowboys, right? Depicted. Then we have, if we say we're cowboys, we're part of that problem as well. Yeah. Even though, and history fact, even though the Indians, the Native Americans, were black, 
They were black, black. Yeah, they were. They were. They were. They, these were not light skinned Native Americans, and I think people we 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 have this notion of them just being a light light a part of a lighter race. But no, the older pictures, generation. yeah, but yeah. it's but uh, but the pictures that that was depicted. Um, in the history book shows these were some burnt black people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they even have like a like um, a track that's called Blackfoot. Yeah. So, and, you know, it's, it's 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 a very you know sketchy topic. But um, do I think that Kevin Hart stepped over the line? Uh, he did not know any better. Let's say that, right? You don't know what you don't know, so we we give him the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. That's why. That's what I'm gonna say because you can get criticized for everything now. So yeah, no, see, yeah, and that's that's the reason why I'm just not as you know. I'm, I'm big on being sensitive about cultures and things like that, and I think this is why I'm not that sensitive because it's like every five seconds, you know, somebody's in hot water over some shit, and we got bigger fish to fucking fry. We do got bigger fish called catfish, all kinds of this and mudfish. I just learned about mudfish the other day. I never knew about it, but this was some huge fishes. No, no more. Mudfishes? Yeah, it's a mudfish. Your, your, your ass was in mullet, weren't you? No, I actually, I actually was up here. I was right. I was um, I was just riding with my homie, and he was like, "Yeah, man, the water's high. They're gonna be some big old mudfish." So what the fuck is a mudfish? Mudfish, that sounds like some real redneck shit. This is, this is <laughs> real country shit going on out here. Yeah. But, but this is South Carolina, so I won't put that past it. Um, exactly. So exactly. Going, going to the next one, um, we have Black China is in Africa promoting um, her bleaching skin product. In the whole ass Nigeria. In, in Nigeria. And a lot of people are, are being tight. I'll go to the shave room, ball alert. And a lot of people are being tight in regards to this. Um, I'm going to ask you, as, as a black woman, um, how do you feel about black China going to your motherland, <laughs> to our motherland, and promoting uh, skin bleaching creams? I think it just bothers me so much that, you know, in the wake of this enlightenment movement that we've been having in the black community, especially as black women, we are finally owning our truth with, you know, our skin, our hair, our features and things like that. You know, one of the big reasons that I decided to go natural, I went natural before natural was even a thing to do. People were still perming their hair and everything. The day that I decided to make that statement to go natural it was because I, I, I wanted to make my hair be a statement and not a statement of uh, I still want to be European-ish, but I want to look like where I come from. Mm-hmm. And at the age of 19, before this whole movement of natural hair came, I said, I, I want to show me. And me is a dark-skinned girl with, with African descent, and I have curly, thick hair, and I want to show that. So, so you know, and, and for me, me being a dark-skinned woman, um, as, as a dark-skinned little girl, I never liked my skin tone. I hated it so much. For years, I wanted to be like and like my mother, always. And I always felt like my life would be easier, dating would be easier if I was just light-skinned. If I just looked exactly like my mom. 
But then, you know, at the age of 16, I just had to shift and just realize that my my darkness was beautiful. And then at 19, I said, my hair is beautiful. So I want to wear the big fro and the big hair, the big hair and the big curls. And then out of nowhere, I started to start seeing this shift of black women saying, you know, you know, forget the creamy crack. We're going to go all natural. Then it went from not only, you know, the natural trend, but the braids and the beads. And now the dashikis being worn. Now the no makeup and, you know, just being authentically, authentically black. And it's been the most amazing, most beautiful movement that we've been having here in the United States and honestly in the world as well. So for black China to sit here and take her little fake ass to not in LA, not in Texas, not in North Dakota, not in South Carolina, not in New York, but in Africa. Mm-hmm. It's, I feel like it's such a spit in the face of the, of the movement that's, that's happening right now in our generation. We are working so hard to be connected back to where we come from. So for her to be, you know, um, somewhat of a celebrity, to go and do that and to make money off of it. Like, girl, I'm sorry. Is Rob Kardashian not paying you enough enough child support? Like, he's paying 20 Gs a month. What else do you want? I think she wants more. This is is my take in regards to um, the black China going to Africa and selling, you know, the bleach, you know, bleach skin product. Um... To me, if a girl just want to have sex, she want to have a baby just to obtain money. Uh-huh. And I'm going to stay just like that. She want to have a, you know, want to have a Kardashian baby just to make money. It's, it's no, I don't think there's any lower she could go. Right? Uh-huh. You know, um, she goes to a continent where it's predominantly, you know, a predominantly black, <laughs> you uh-huh. know. And want to sell, you know, skin bleaching products. To me, it's just a slap in the face of the whole African race. Yes, Period. it is absolutely. Period. Um, and I understand the severity of it. We we live in a world in which beauty is defined by a certain type of skin color, right? And you know, and it's very specific how we how we have to word this is that if you're a light skin or if you're a lighter brown, then most people will look at you. Right in jobs, um, you know, in regards to being a model, in regards to just being an actor, a music, a musician, your skin tone plays a very imperative part. And for for you know, lately we begin these phenomenal dark chocolate individuals that's coming out. Viola Davis. You know, one to me, one of the most talented actresses I've ever seen, a dark-skinned woman from South Carolina. We've had Chadwick Boseman. Uh, you know, he's kind of dark, and you know, a billion-dollar movie. And not only that, um, I know a lot of these ladies would like this. Is that the world's sexiest man right now? Is, is a dark-skinned man. Yes, so, I'm so happy. I mean, what took him so long? He is so fine. I'm gonna tell you what took him so long. It's it's it's, it's, it's the image of, of beauty. The image of beauty for a long time has been diluted with figures and faces of women we don't see every day. So how can that just be you know 
it, it, it to me it was crazy. Um, Marilyn Monroe, when she was the finest, every guy used to want her, right? Uh-huh. Marilyn Monroe, she went against the norm. The norm was that models were supposed to be skinny. Uh-huh. Marilyn Monroe comes out with curves. So she comes uh-huh. out with curves and everybody's looking at her differently because she's natural. She's what you see every day. She is the definition of beauty. Right now, in regards to um, you know, people who vote on who's hot or who's not, to me, beauty is what you see every day. It's natural. Um, and a lot of people now to me is that, you know what, my natural is not good enough. So I could pay for something to make my body good enough. And people do it, um, I can't say just restricted to women, because we I, I watched this show called Botch. And I've seen men going, they, they don't, you know, they go surgically get, you know, six packs or they inject themselves in their arms to get, it's obtain muscles. But that's not an everyday thing. So I think it's a slap in the face to the, to, to, to just the whole African race period. Um, and, you know, I think that, look, we should have a trade. We need to, um, give away black China. And let's take in old shorty from Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> um, and then you know just even swap. You know, and we just and, and as a people, we need to stop supporting her. Period. Yeah, seriously. Period. Like stop, Period. stop riding her bandwagon because she's light skinned No, she's not originally light skinned This is the thing. She bleached her skin. She was around. She was brown. She was brown when she first came out. Yeah, she was yeah. brown. You're right. Because I'm thinking about when she was on World Star. She was a lot browner. So this this is something that you know she just up and did. You know, and this is the epidemic. So you know, I I'm hope. Just, I'm just tired of like black people thinking that the European features is what defines beauty because it's just not. But it wasn't, it wasn't, this is the thing. We cannot, it's, it's, a, it's a historical thing, right? Like, yeah, it is. Like, when you go all the way back in time, and everybody's like, dang, you always going back in time. <laughs> but I have to draw some kind of um, diagram for you, for you to see. What was hot? What was, what was cool? What, was, what were you able to get a job and it was that, that mixed mulatto kind of look. We go back to Haiti. The mulattoes thought they were, they were running things until they got beheaded. We go back to anywhere in the South. Everybody always had the idea that if you're light-skinned, you're destined for greatness. I know, and the, the crazy thing is I know, I know a family, right, in which the lighter, the lighter version of whoever's in that family, right? She is whole to the top of the standard. She's going to make it. Now, her sister is dark. It's dark. Her sister, they don't even consider her as being a model. But the lighter one, she's a model. She has to be a model. They have to put her on the front screen in regards to the family events or everything else. This is what uh, was read into um, into the world, especially to the South. I said that to the South, and the South right now is running a lot of things in which it has influence in, you know, Black China, and now she's in Africa doing her crazy shit. So, 
That bitch crazy. <laughs> I mean, that like, bitch crazy. I just, I don't know. I guess for me, like, I've just came through so far from having this mindset of thinking that being lighter and straight hair was what was sexy and beautiful and things like that. And no. uh, being told that, you know, my hair felt like white girl hair was like a good compliment to be given as a black woman. Um, the fact that I came so far from that and came on the other side and, and just like, I just embrace and just love everything that's black about me. I just, when I see stuff like that, I'm just like, you're disgusting. <laughs> like you're literally a waste of black space. Oh. Like you really are. All you are is some internet thought that keeps getting knocked up by all these rich men, and you're like you're just a piece of shit to the black community. Like you are nothing. What are you teaching your daughter? To pop that pussy for a real right. Reason. What are you teaching <laughs> your son? Because if you, your son is going to have women issues, guarantee you. His daddy over here running around being a pedophile. Like you're running around here. Popping your pussy in the streets. I just feel I feel terrible for them poor little beautiful babies. That's all I mm. bless them. <laughs> may may the shield of the universe guide them and cover them because who well, is gonna be some fucked up individuals? <sighs> yeah, but now on a lot of time, um, I was I, I just want to surprise you this one. This is something that uh, I've been following for a minute. Um. Cursely, you know, I, I, it caught me by surprise. Um, we haven't heard this guy name in a while, Dwight Howard, NBA yes. NBA star, well, former fun, former NBA NBA star. Well, I hope you ladies take this back now. Um, so Dwight Howard, we all know that he has multiple kids and multiple baby mothers. Oh yeah, Mm-mm. he got about a thousand of them. Yeah, yeah, like 10, 12 kids. So yeah. this this is gonna come as a shocker. All right. So the Wyatt Howard, he's been being low key and he's, he's been injured this year. Uh, he plays for the Wizards. So comes to find out his gay train lover. It's, 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 hold, hold up now. Reverse that. His, his gay tranny lover. He's a transsexual. Comes out and blasted your boy, the Wyatt Howard. Wait, it gets it gets it gets worse. This this I think this is when it gets worse, you guys. Is that Dwight Howard? Let me, let me, let me tell you guys. Let me, let me kind of paint a picture for you guys. Kind of like a Picasso right now. So Dwight Howard is a good six ten, six eleven. Um, very broad shoulders. Um, Tall glass of chocolate milk. Oh well, I guess you thought that. So yeah. Um, Dwight Howard, according to his. his the transsexuals is a bottom. Oh, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. That big nigga takes dick in the ass? Um, he's a fudge packer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I think this was, this was something that I don't think everybody was surprised, but the, the tweets, his, his transsexual lover came out with tweets. He came, you know, he said he has a video. Um, and I guess everybody's waiting for him to leak the video. The Wyatt Howard hasn't responded to any of the allegations. What? But responding, uh, by not responding, uh, give people uh, the sense that you're guilty of disassociation. So, 
this is what we have going on in a in a lighter sense. Um, yeah, kind of in the sports entertainment uh, right now. So, yeah, he's a bottom. So, you gotta watch out for these undercover brothers. Oh and my I'm not God. talking about the ones that I... work for the CIA. Oh, trust me, honey. I trust me. You, you know, you know that I know about undercover brothers. Let me tell you, I got, I got a story. Think about this. So, I had a homegirl. Her name was Alexis. Um, I ain't talking to her like two, three years. So, she went to school at John C. Smith in Charlotte, right? And there was yeah. a lot of guys used to want to talk to her. So, they used to come up to her, oh my God, you got a big butt, this, that, and third. So, what she used to do, and this was crazy when she told me this, she used to fuck dudes with strap pumps. Like, she used to put her strap on and literally have sex with guys. And the guys that guys were, used to let her do it. Yeah, guys that that was talking to her. That I think that's how she seen which guy was what. And the crazy thing is, I would never forget that when she told me that. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. And this was in Charlotte. And guy who want to talk to her, she like, oh, you a freak? Yeah, I'm a freak. All right, let's see how freaky you is. Push him to that point, and she put the strap on her, and she literally will fuck dudes in the butt. I was like, yo, you are nasty as hell. But she said she did it to show to show guys how masculine they really were to kind of pinpoint which nigga was gay, which nigga wasn't. I just think she was just nasty as hell, but <sighs> <laughs> this is a true story. This is a true story. Um, I don't know if Alexa my friend on Facebook. If she is, I think I'm gonna find her number, I'm gonna text her, I'm gonna tell her just to check out this episode. But, and she's gonna be like, nigga, you really put my shit out there. But they don't know. Sorry, no, Alexis. Yeah, we, <laughs> but you know, nobody know her last name, so she be all right. <laughs> just said what school she went to, so they're probably gonna be able to like pinpoint. Yeah, yeah. Somebody go, somebody go, go to like, yo, who's they gonna go down my Facebook friends, yo? Who the fuck uh, is Alexis and what did Justin see Smith? Let me see who this motherfucker is. It's crazy though. It's crazy. That shit was. I I, I was shocked in the Paul. Um. But time to get back to some serious shit. <laughs> I'm still on this the white. Oh my god, I will never see him the same again. Alright. So staying on the NBA. Um okay. Kyrie Irving had got a lot of backlash from a lot of people on social media, a lot of people mm-hmm. on ES excuse me, ESPN or you know, all all networks, right? Because Kyrie Irving decides to say, fuck Thanksgiving. Right? Right. He's right. Fuck Thanksgiving. Now, Sorry. his original reason... Um, for it was he you know he just recently found out he had, well, he had that he had some Native American in him, so you know he's he's, he's taking pride of it and saying you know what fuck Thanksgiving. Um, now before anybody judge Kyrie Irving, I want everybody to look at it. The story of what happened on in what is it um, in Massachusetts around sixteen. 44 or some dumb shit like that. But it was in Massachusetts. Right? The Indians broke bed with the pilgrims. That's what they said. That's the story that they teach these kids that the, that the Indians broke bread with the pilgrims. Everybody came together and we feast. And that's a damn lie. What? 
the story that happened was that the pilgrims didn't know how to harvest the land, right? So you don't know how to farm. So you come to us, we show you how to farm, right? Now, you gave us, you know, you gave us things back in return. Okay. All right. Then time for harvest comes. Here's the food. This, that, and the third. But wait, there's more to the story. The clothing that they gave to the Native Americans got them sick. Uh-huh. Killed many of them. Chickenpox. Yeah. I think that was one of them. Then also, there was a massacre of them killing 700 Indians around that same time. Uh-huh. Oh. So, uh -huh. y'all don't want to... Y'all don't want to talk about the 700 Indians that got massacred? Uh-huh. Uh -huh. So, you, you, you gave them a disease. You killed them. Uh-huh. But... Let's just keep having Thanksgiving and get mad with somebody said fuck Thanksgiving. Fuck Thanksgiving! Oh, y'all could be mad at me all day, every day. First of all, I'm Canadian. We don't fucking believe in that shit. Our Thanksgiving is in October, anyways. But a lot of Native Americans, they are still protesting on Thanksgiving Day. Till this day, I know they are. They've been protesting against it for decades, and nobody pays attention to them. And that's what like is so sad that like they are a group. Of, of people with such rich background and culture and history and they just they never they don't get a voice in nothing nope but except they, except for uh, the reservation in which they could build casinos now and this, this is very serious a lot of these reservations I might be saying the word wrong I could be saying it wrong no reservations I was right okay alright so I'm right um, a lot of these reservations are poor they're, they're, they're hella underfunded. Uh-huh. You know, and this this is the things that they have to deal with. This is not something you could just go down the street and, you know, this is like a whole nother country that's underfunded because of America. America got bigger while these people who took the land from got smaller and smaller and smaller, poorer and poorer and poorer. But you want to criticize somebody that's against that, that, that holiday which crippled these people. Yes. I think, I think, I, think I, I go, I, I'm going to finish that segment. I'm not going to, because I have to wait to the next one to kind of tie to this one so I can kind of make more sense. But it only offends the people who's not affected. Exactly. Exactly. So. That is the, that is the best, that's, that's the best way to put it. But uh, you know, but these people here are crazy. You know, Kyrie has a point. He does. Fuck Thanksgiving. I mean, I really hate the fact that we celebrate something that has such darkness behind it, such ruthless behavior, ruthless thinking, such barbaric behaviors. And we're sitting around eating and saying, oh, I'm thankful for this, thankful for that, and things like that. How about y'all be thankful for these goddamn casinos y'all keep being into? Oh, oh, and that white folks keep, take, keep, keep you know, winning money from. How about that? They don't care about that. They don't care about that because the Native Americans are out of sight, out of mind. Now, imagine that was your grandmother. Imagine that was your father, sister, brother. That somebody came, kicked them out of their house, killed, killed them, 
but go around every, you know, every once a year celebrating yes. the day that they did that. Yep, exactly. But, you know, obviously we don't think about stuff like that. Where it's all no. about let's get money. You know, money, money to me is small. If you think it's just about money, money is nothing but a paper. Money literally grown on trees. Well, a lot of people say, well, money don't grow on trees. Well, money's made out of paper, and paper is made out of leaves and, and trees. And, well, we have abundance of them in this damn world. So, fuck the currency. It's all about principle. It's all about principle now. When, when money goes out, what, what do you have? Nothing. Exactly. When, when you die, what do you have? Not Nothing no money. Your soul. Stop worrying yeah. about money. Um, yeah. So, it's going to be tied to my next one. So, the last seat in the Senate is coming down. All right. Now, one of the people that are running for the Senate, uh, she's running to get reelected, is Senator um, Sidney Hodd-Smith. Now, Sidney Hodd-Smith is in a lot of hot water lately. She came out, she made a statement, you walking casually, said, yeah, she'll like that she'll love to go up, love to go up public, uh, to a public hanging. Now, Sidney Hodd-Smith is a senator of Mississippi. This now, is the racist place that you could. I feel like that is the, one of the most dangerous places to be while black. Well, it is. In 2017, the NCAA. That's yeah. why she ain't got. That's why she ain't got no lips. All that shit she keep talking. God wants to call her goddamn lips. I'm sorry. I just post. I just you know, decided to just Google a picture of her. <laughs> but um, yeah. In 2017, the NCAA declared Mississippi a state of emergency in regards to black people. Wow. Now, this is serious here. They said black people do not go over there because you may end up murdered. Now, let's, 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 let me, let me dissect Mississippi a little bit. That's right. why she ugly too. Man. And she look old. And how old is this bitch? I'm so sorry. I know, I, I know, I know you're supposed to be giving all the details, but I'm just sitting up here looking at this raunchy little rant. Ranch, however, everybody says it. Let's see how old this bitch is. Let's just see. Because she looked like she aged like milk. How old is she? Oh, she's 59 years old. More like 109. Keep going. <laughs> well, it's, so, it, Mississippi is a very interesting state. Not too long ago, Mississippi just had their first um, integrated prom, what is uh, unsegregated prom. In which a black wow. person went to a white school, well, to a white prom. Wow. The first time, a couple years ago. Wow. And this is the 21st wow. century. Also, in Mississippi, let me tell you a story, guys. What if I tell you that a man in 2017 was driving in Mississippi, ran out of gas, but ended up dead in jail? Wow. Now, this is not a far, this is not something out of the Twilight Zone. This is something that happened in Mississippi. A black man was driving, right? Ran out of gas on the side of the road and ended up dead in jail. Nobody knows how. Nobody knows why. But we just know there's a dead body. Now, nobody was talking about it. This wasn't major news. No, it wasn't. This, this, this thing hit the world news. But it, wasn't, but it was in the paper. This is the thing that you have to see. This is what in the NC, what NCAAP, whatever I am, however you pronounce the goddamn thing. Um, 
This is why they did, the, you know, declare a state of emergency. Now, back to back to Senator Sidney. Um, she was talking about hangings, right? Um, she she received a lot of backlash in regards to that. So then, another press conference. The governor he comes out. So the governor comes out and he's he he's he did his own sequility and he says that we're worried about her talking about hangings. Well, we should be worried about black abortions. Black she's, women doing abortions. She said we should be worried no, about no. No, the governor is a man. He came up and he said this. But it's interesting that he said this, right? He said that we should be worried about black abortions. Yeah, that, that, that's terrible. Not the hangings, but the abortions. They, they, they're and, equal, right? They're, they're, they're and, equal, right? Wait, All right? Pause. Pause. Who, who, who said this again? The governor of Mississippi says that we should be worried about black abortions, right? Not about Sydney. Talking about hangings, that she would love to go to a public hanging, but and that's why, and that's why he looked like a dry ass albino roach. Now, what, what, what's the history of this guy? What uh, you know? When I when I heard this comment, I'm like, who the fuck is this motherfucker? So I, I research. So come to find out, you know the woman who lied on Emmett Till. Yeah. Yep. 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 So, tell me why is that she is his cousin? Oh, oh. for real. Oh, so oh. This, 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 this is what we have. Pete, ladies and gentlemen, we have a senator who would love to go to hangings. And we have a governor who cousin killed Emma Till. And you know they 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 they, they pals they, they fathers hang together, so they pass down the same morals to each other. So this is this is what we breathe life into. In the same state where a black man who ran out of gas gets killed, the same state that just started um, letting the black people and white people go 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 to prom together. The same the same state where people were found, a black man was found in the swamp. With with all his organs missing. This is the same state. This is not a separate state. This is not something out of the twilight zone. This is something that's happened right here in Mississippi. Now down now the her opponent, Donald Trump goes down there, right? Now her opponent is a black man. I'm not saying he's saying anything racist. I'm just saying what he said could be taken as racist. He said, well, does her, I think his name was Guyver or something like that, her opponent. He said, the President Donald Trump said, does he look like he belong in Mississippi? And everybody in the background, all the hillbillies, rednecks, said, he surely don't. This is what we have going on here. And a lot of people said this, and and and, and you can somewhat agree. They say you, you, you can create your own opportunities. Right. right, you need to stop talking about the racism, and you need to start talking about how can you better yourself. Uh, that's what a lot of the white men would say. That is exactly. But what if you go? What if you live in a state like Mississippi, where your senator says she like to go to public hangings, when your governor is the cousin of somebody who killed a black person in Matilda and brutally beat him and lied about it? 
And your governor said we need to stop worrying about the hangers and worry about more about black abortions. With the governor not even talking about the racial disparity that was in his state. Which is, I'm sorry, I'm pretty sure if we looked at, you know, statistics, I'm pretty sure there's more white abortions than black abortions. Just saying. But they're not, let's not talk about that. Let's, yeah, let's, but that's, that's not even the point. That's yeah, point. yeah, yeah. So in, in a state where that is imminent, you going to tell me a black man could, could, could just strive to be the best? Where all those things are against them, that, that as as publicly speaking out like that, these are the days of our lives, and I'm not talking about a soap opera. Uh, this is what this this is what people go through in Mississippi. We live in a state in South Carolina, and we are somewhat similar to this. We live in a state where people. We had a Confederate flag raised at the state house. Uh-huh. People protest not to, not to bring that doggone flag down. Why? Because of heritage. My grandfather fought in the Civil War. My ancestry fought for this thing. Now, a lot of people was agreeing with it. It's, 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 a, it's, about, um, it's about our history. Our history. At the expense of whose history? And I, and I think this this is what we this is what we live in. I, I see. I remember it was 2015. I remember the riots. I remember. I remember it was yesterday. I remember having conversations in class. I was in class, and and a lot of people um, was was more conservative. They agree with the flag. Well, if that flag could be hung, why could not the pro black flag be flag be hung? Of course not. And that's the thing. And I feel like if it wasn't, if it hadn't been taken down, but they would have said, okay, we'll go ahead and compromise. How about we put, you know, the the African uh, flag up? You know, the, I think it's green, black. Is it green, black, or red? Yeah. Yeah, that flag up there. But no, of course not, because white people, all they want to do is have whatever the fuck they want and don't want to compromise because they think that... This globe belongs to them. I think. I think this. And this is the frustrating thing. Um, <laughs> this is this. Let me let me let me let me calm this down. Let me let me let me take you guys back to to something. Right now, we're having this big epidemic going on at the border. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're we're being you someone like immigrants, right? Yes. You're, you're a full-blown immigrant. I live in another country. My parents are immigrants. Right. So I, I kind of I kind of feel I, I feel like I have that you know, the power for the immigration. I feel like it's it's meant for me. Yes. Um. So we have a lot of people come from Honduras. Right? They're escaping from Honduras. Uh, they're going to Mexico and they try to get into the United States. Reason why they try to get to the United States, we're trying to get away from the violence, the death, and the MS-13 like, gang. No work either. Like there's, no. there's nothing yeah. violence, no jobs. Yeah. So they, they're trying to get to the United States. All right. So the president Donald Trump says, you know, he don't want to be part of this. He don't want to be in here or anything. They're coming in caravans or whatever the case may be. They're throwing rocks, so they throw rocks, we're gonna shoot them with tear gas. 
Wow. And then and the air raid happened. This yes. is what we have going on. This 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 is like I said, this is days of our lives. But let's let's let's, let's dissect this some more. You don't want them in your country. You said Mexicans are rapists and murderers. Right? Now people that's from Honduras, you don't want to give them asylum. But yet all the people agree with them. When when Cinco de Mayo comes in May or whatever, oh, ain't y'all partying up with the Latinos? You you oh. drinking real good, right? Hold on, hold on. Ain't ain't y'all ain't y'all eating ain't y'all eating that Taco Bell? Ain't y'all eating all these Mexican foods? All these Latino foods? Don't y'all love these Latino women? Hold on. Uh-huh. Ain't these Latino people cutting your grass, building your uh-huh. roof, uh-huh. doing your farms? Babysitting your kids, raising your kids. Yeah, not only that. Them Spanish. Not only that. You go to the hotel. Who's most likely to clean your room? Oh, oh, I get it. So they only good when you want them to be good for you, right? Just like when the Indians. The Indians only good when you want the Indians to be good. The bad people only good when you want them to be good. The Chinese are only good when you want them to be good. Just like everything else. Because it comes at... It's convenient. Shit is convenient. If I could get anything and everything from these motherfuckers till they dry up like a raisin in the sun, I might as well do it. And that's what America done. Before, even before it became the United States of America, that's what it's been. The Indians, you came over, you saw the Indians, you used the Indians till they had, till they was damn they extinct. Uh-huh. Black people came, you did the same thing, then they extinct, just use them up. Mexicans, right now, let's just use them up. Let's just keep using, and I'm not saying just totally Mexicans, but I hold the whole Latino. Let's just use them up. Yep, so much. so everything is only convenient for these people. Everything only matters. Their lives only matter. Their views only matter. They're always talking about, well, millions of people. Well, which millions? Which which people? Who millions of people? Because the people I see that I talk to every day do not agree with your views. Exactly. Everybody agree with equality. We care about... If America stand up to what America is supposed to stand up to, we would be a better place. But the thing is, America don't. And so... For that, I do say in this country, I do have the right to criticize her severely for not living up to the ideals, right? And for people to constantly say that, you know what, these are these are murders and terrorists or whatever. Look, you're the biggest murder and terrorist that the world has ever seen. Thank not you. just a country, the world. And I think we, we feel to realize how many places we done bombed. Oh, you want to talk about suicide bombers? How many places we done bomb? Exactly. How many countries we done try to take over? How, how many you know? How many territories? How many times we done forced something on people? We're such like everything. I feel like everything that America touches turns into shit. I mean, I was trying to find something more profound, but I just really couldn't. It really just everything America touches turns into shit. It just does. You know, they're running around here trying to, you know, exude this this democratic thing and, and sell this whack-ass dream. 
as if no other country you can't go to get that quote unquote American dream, which is the American dream. I think <laughs> I think America. I think the thing what they say about America because America gives you what's what's good about America. America gives you somewhat a freedom of speech. And I think that's what people look for. The opportunities are still the same in every country, right? Oh, it's close, it's close to every country. You can have the same opportunity you have in America and Canada. You can have that same opportunity in America and in the UK. You can have the same opportunity in America. You can do it in South Africa. There are other places besides America that is thriving. Look at Australia. Shit. Y'all never talk. We don't know what the fuck they be doing on there by having new beach. New beaches and kangaroo fights. I mean, they living their best life over there, them Aussies. <sighs> Raina. <Right now. laughs> it's ridiculous to me. Is that every other culture tends to yeah. not be good enough for an American culture. You you feel this 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 is what happens. You want us to believe, you want you want to force me to believe that a man could be a woman. Trap in her in his mind, but you don't want to believe that there's disparity throughout America. That's the thing, and here we are today. And here we are. Let me tell you what America do, Mom. Ram. This this is this is this is real. Um, another story. I got. I got. I don't know. I got all these goddamn stories. I just been reading like a like a like. A lot lately. So, um, uh, a United States Christian Christian ministry. So, guess what he? Guess what this guy does, random? He goes to a remote native island, I think, like outside the coast of Africa, to try to convert them to Christianity. So, try to what? He tried to convert these people to Christianity. And he dies. They killed him. Nature. Stupid. <laughs> Bendejo. For all my Spanish people. Bendejo. <laughs> there you go. Try to push this, this, these beliefs. Um, it's, 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 it's crazy. You know? And, that, and that's why he died. That's why a lot of people do not like America. Don't like Americans. Yeah. Trust me, I totally understand why my mom always spent her time talking shit about Americans and totally get it now. But it's crazy to me, man. This is this is this is seriously crazy to me. Um that we that we live in a place just like that. In which cultural appropriation only affects certain type of people. Uh-huh. That you can use up the Latinos for like fifty cents an hour. But you don't want to give them asylum to get away from the murders in their country. You know, and this is why, you know, somebody, because um, single Demai was coming up, you know, back in May. And somebody said, um, all, you, all you folks that, you know, talk shit about Mexicans, all you white folks that don't want us here, you better single Demai and sit your ass down and not try to act like you're part of our culture. Yeah. But are they going to do it? No, 
come May 6th, you, you hate you hate the Mexicans. Like they say, you better sequel this sit your ass down. They don't care about that. They don't care about that. Shit. The CEO of Taco Bell. That's a Spanish. That's supposed to be a Spanish, a Latino establishment. A white guy. Uh-uh-uh. But that's them. So, what else we got today, Random? That's my little small sequence. It probably lasted longer than I expected to last. Shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, you, you, you went in. You, you went all. I try to, I try to touch every race, every major race. Uh, yeah, and I think that's the best thing because we can't always talk about black folks because we're not the only ones who struggle here in this world, no. especially not in this country. No. This is this is why I feel like you know when it comes to equality, you know, Hispanics and blacks, you know, we need to come together. And that's why, like, when I look, when I hear, because, you know, and we all know that anti-blackness is global. So whenever I listen to maybe, like, let's say Puerto Ricans or Dominicans or, you know, Cubans or whatever, like, hate black people, I'm like, but we deal with the same struggle, you stupid fuck. What? What the hell? I can never understand that, especially when Dominicans, you know, are anti-black. I'm like, nigga, you a nigga too. You just speak Spanish. They don't care. They don't care. <laughs> that makes no sense to me. I... Uh, but um, we have a couple things about to, about to start going on. All right, so you guys, I'm just listening to the podcast. Make sure you tell your friends to subscribe. Yes, um, and share and comment. Share and comment. Share some more. And, you know, if you, you guys want to. Uh, join the conversation. Oh, you can always hit us up, um, comment, whatever. You can always find us on our social media um, at Egyptia. Yes. It probably be hard to spell, but if you go to our main, our main page <laughs> or at the last cassette, you can find it um, at our Clark underscore Kent. Yeah. Um, that's what we have going on, and um, also, we, you know, we, we started doing some partnerships. Um, sooner or later, uh, so hopefully, just just you know, y'all y'all keep us in y'all prayers, and hopefully, yes. we get to this Google. Um, what is Google thing called? I don't know what it's called. It's Google Podcast thing. Google, Google Podcast. Some shit. Yeah, it's just some shit. Um, just keep y'all in y'all prayers and y'all thoughts that we actually get into the program. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I thank everybody for their support. Um. Like to thank y'all for listening. Like thank my co-host for being here tonight. I'm just thinking my co-host for being here tonight too. <laughs> make him, make him, make him cry. All right. Now also make sure you follow. You can follow us on iTunes, um, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, Desert, WordPress, Facebook, Podbean, Anchor, SoundCloud. <laughs> And all your major podcast networks. You definitely yes. be on there. And, you know, you can always donate. Hit that donation button. <laughs> if you like our content. And show some love. Alright? So, that's all I got. Yes. Alright, y'all. Let's go ahead and say goodnight. Bye. Shit. <laughs>